0: Back Pocket, your wildly average podcast.
1: The date is July 24th, and you know what's up. The boys from the Back Pocket are back at it.
2: How are we, Decal? We're actually great. Um, the temperature in here is actually astoundingly better than it has ever been, historically speaking. Um, I'm very excited to uh, get after this episode. We have a great lineup today for all our marking interns. Uh, we're gonna get a little discussion in ship versus boat, and maybe how and how all that came to be. Uh, we will also get into our interview with BYOB Sports, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, but first, you know, as we always do, uh, let's get an average quality going. Yeah, so uh, we're average in how we
1: create these contracts of commitments uh-huh. with other people to either join our show or do something for us right um, like an and advertisement maybe some would call them favors favors yes exactly um, but how we do that we just work on the verbal
2: handshake system right um, so just to elaborate on the verbal handshake uh, usually like when you sign a contract or do something uh, you you know shake hands and you know affirm and give each other your word well as podcasters we don't do that. Um, most of our communications are usually over phone and uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so we, uh, we pride ourselves on verbal handshakes. We've, we have, we've got a few done too.
1: Exactly. Yeah. They they usually fall through. I mean, they, they, they end up finishing their tasks, right? but there is a a few hiccups along the way because they don't have anything written down. So it's kind of just like word of mouth type of thing. Yeah,
2: no, we, yeah, we're huge word of mouth guys. We pride ourselves on word of mouth. It's kind of hard to, uh. I mean, we're kind of social media guys now. Yeah. We're on Instagram Live and everything, but that's completely separate. How are we doing on that, by, by the way, zero, Steve? Zero watchers, I All right, we'll cut that. No worries. Um, so all right. I'll be our one. Perfect, Steve. Nice. Um, so the back pocket, word of mouth.
1: We're still kicking it. We're doing well. We keep on moving forward. We still don't know our statistics, but we do know that we keep getting reoccurring comments of people
2: saying... You guys are crushing. Yeah, we're killing it. And uh, ignorance is bliss. So ignorance is just bliss. keep the compliments coming. We don't really care. Yeah. Other than that, you know. I mean, we do also get the compliment.
1: Not We get some. What's the opposite of a compliment? Um, a criticism. A, we get some Thank criticism. You, Steve. Exactly. Thank you for producing there over Steve. So we have our compliments and our
2: criticisms. And that, again, it equals yeah. out to our average. Always people there like Shannon Amick to keep us humble. So that's always nice. Nice, nice, nice. Thanks, Steve. Uh, so, right, so are we? should we out, kind of outline what our plans are going forward here? Sure. So, um, you know, it is <coughs> the end of July, um, and we're about to, you know, get into the bulk of fall semester. So we're going to be having football season, the best time of the year, kicking off, um, literally. And then... Uh, yeah,
1: So July's coming to a close
2: right now yeah, So with that
1: And we are hitting this BYOB interview And I hope you enjoy that That'll be on this podcast today And then the next one will be with my parents yep. uh, Mr. and Mrs. and Sarah John and Carol Mom and Dad Ooh, yeah. And then we're going to hit Jason Morrow We finally got him to come on yep. uh, Hopefully we get that interview done um, And then we'll kick that out to you guys And then we got Mr. Jens Genzevold
2: Just one Jens Jensvold Two syllables Okay Jensvold, Jensvold, Mr. Jensvold, Papa J, Uh, fan of the show, Uh, another dad of our very first guest, uh, Mallory Jensvold, Jensvold. so watch out for that one. And then once that gets completed, we will be headed to
1: camp, and hopefully we can... Football camp. Football camp, so we can hit you guys up with some camp
2: diaries. Yeah, so we're going to do a little segment, segments, uh, hopefully once, twice, maybe three times a week. Depending on what our schedule is, uh, we're going to try and get out a couple episodes a week um, just outlining uh, how camp's been going. We're going to interview some freshmen. We're going to interview some savvy vets. You know, ask them questions. Give them their, give us their hot takes. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. It'll be great. I'm excited. I mean, we're just going to continue to be there in your back pocket, secure, tucked away, ready for use whenever you need it. That's our why. So just nothing... Nothing more simple than just always being there and reliable. Someone that you can you can count on is the guys from the back pocket. Your wildly average simple podcast,
1: absolutely. So trapping the puck and uh, moving on from us and carrying it over to ship versus boat versus yacht.
2: Ooh. This is so. This hot debate came about when uh, last week. Not to brag, but uh, me and a few buddies went on a boat, and well, before we got there. Uh, his but the guy's boat or the buddy was like, yeah, so we're going to wait. Cause, uh, I need my dad to drive the boat around. So I was thinking like, oh, okay, yeah, no big deal, whatever. We'll do that. Then all of a sudden, um, here we are, we get there and it's a freaking yacht. It's huge. And I, and then that, w- and I was like, oh, now it makes sense why he needs to be riding the- or his dad driving or whatever, you know? And, uh, so we're sit. Um we're sitting there and we're like, oh well so now what's the difference between when does a boat become a ship and when does a maybe a, throw in a yacht, when does a boat become a yacht become a ship? So here we are in the midst of this hot debate. Andrew, what are your thoughts?
1: It's a tough question. So I originally I see a boat and I'm thinking like feet wise um, it's like it's a visual thing too either as in physical feet or as in like linear feet linear feet okay I'm trying to picture like when the boat actually becomes uh, a ship yeah because in my opinion or in
2: my, actually in my opinion it goes boat yacht ship yeah I think that's definitely what it goes boat yacht ship yeah well yachts can be really big too though because they can have helicopters on them and all kinds of crap like okay. the Jordan Belfort one okay. remember that yeah that wasn't a ship that was a yacht okay right can we can, yeah, can we confirm or deny that? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Confirms. Yeah, Yacht. okay. Um I actually don't even know where to start. Yeah. So uh let me kind of uh get into a little bit. Uh, okay. trying to get my get my feet wet. Um so think about this. crew size. So I'm sure all of us have watched Pirates of the Caribbean here. We know uh the Black Pearl, that's a ship. Uh, they definitely had a crew size of uh, plus minus five, six people, uh, not including Jack Sparrow. So you got to think uh, your crew size and what is required to, uh, what kind of crew size you need to maintain and ride the ship mm-hmm. or the boat or the yacht um, definitely determines what classification it falls under. I would say a boat, you could do it by yourself. Yacht, you probably need one or two people. And then a ship, you probably need like four or five you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, Steve, if you could update our listeners on what's going on with the ship versus boat via Instagram, we'll carry it out on this podcast here. Um, just let them know ship versus boat. Yep. Um, so I'm thinking crew size makes a big difference. Um, Number of mates. Yeah. What are you What are your thoughts? Uh, and what, what was your numbers again? It was like, uh, like I'd say four or five crew members is a ship. If you have less than that, then it's a boat or a yacht. Okay. I'm
1: thinking, yeah If you and, have a captain Like someone driving Yeah It's not a boat Okay So if you have You have to have a captain If you have a captain It's a yacht or a ship Captain of a yacht Okay Okay Definitely Okay I, I, I heard Someone in my family Was on a yacht I think it was like Dick Portillo's yacht Okay And uh Like the hot dog Portillo? Yeah Wow In Florida And he said he yeah, had a cap- a captain Okay Okay So I'm definitely thinking Yachts have captains Okay Um What about
0: Purpose What's, What's the purpose? Job? Yeah, purpose of the Ooh. of the flotation. Device, yes, I guess.
1: So if you're so if you're pulling people around on like inner tubes, you're a boat. boat yeah. Right? Um. Well, you're also
0: never, yeah, yachts if don't do that. If you're, you're that. here for a party or like you know, it's like a kind of a party
2: capacity. How about this? Um, speed hmm. speed boat yeah. versus yacht versus ship. Which one's going faster? Right. I mean, the ship's probably not going as fast. Yeah.
0: Uh eh, but in relatively, you know, because ships are huge, you know. So, like, think, like, every, like, thing has a, something before that. Okay. So, like you said, speedboat. there's cruise ship, there's, uh, I don't
2: know. Oh, you're, like, so, you're saying within the category of boat, ship, yacht, you're purposes. saying there are um, more specific genus species for their each why. one of these. Yeah. It's their why. Okay. I could see that. Um, oh, by the way, um, for this debate, we are debating blindly right now, so we have no idea the differences um, on paper, but uh, once we're done, Steve's going to go ahead and look up and Google that question, and then we'll go from there and see what happens.
1: I mean, I know this is kind of like um, common knowledge, but I've only been on a boat. I have no personal experience with a ship
2: nor a yacht. Oh, okay. So as a, I've, been on, I've now been on a, uh, been on a ship been on a boat and I've been on a yacht Okay. brag
1: actually so, I've been on a ship yeah a cruise actually, ship
2: or something well, well you've been on a cruise ship no I've never before.
1: been on a no cruise ship okay Okay. Um, that's okay but a ship I think when we were taking like a ferry is that a boat a ferry is that a ship is that a yacht oh no a ferry
0: size
1: of it a ferry I've only been, like, out to L.S. No, it's out to, um, what's in San Francisco? Alcatraz. 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 Yeah. And took a ferry to get that there. That would be a ship. Okay. So, another Alcatraz thing. Alcatraz
0: is, uh, is, like, down in Florida. No, Alcatraz, Alcatraz is, San San is in San Francisco.
2: It's the prison? Yeah. You're, you're thinking of Puerto Rico. Guantanamo Bay? Guantanamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Puerto Rico.
2: Both, uh, <laughs> you're thinking of Cuba. <laughs> Aruba? <laughs> They're communists yeah. there. Venezuela. Venezuela. Oh, off the coast of Venezuela. Aruba. Aruba. Okay, so another thing, though, uh, to to mention, I will say, is uh, engines. How many engines are on these uh, boats or ships or Great yachts? question.
1: I don't know where to begin on that either. Um, I'm, on I'm going to go familiar. ahead and
2: one, one, one engine would be a boat, uh, two engines is a yacht, and more than two engines is a ship. But, I, con- I concur. But I think, yeah, I think there's a little bit of uh
0: I've seen two engines
2: on like a pontoon um, boat. Yeah, I know it happens more than you think. So I figured it's it's not really a valid argument. Yeah. I don't concur. Figured, yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, now you're taking it back. Yeah, okay, yeah. I figured. I just, there's no black and white here. It's yeah, yeah. Very yeah. Large All right. area. I think we need our producer and get some definitions. Here. Yeah, can we get some? What's what? Are we, what are our thoughts here? Um, Your phone? Oh, yeah, phone. All
1: right. You were supposed to have these pulled up.
2: Yeah, um, we didn't do so that beforehand.
1: The yacht. Who's got a yacht? You, who have you been on a yacht? Yeah, who's the yacht?
2: It was McQuaid Boo's yacht. And oh, his dad over is on St. Clair Jim, River? Yeah, his dad's Jim Boo. Who's like a how many people are on the a yacht? Um, I think there's six or seven of us. How many life jackets? Ooh, I don't know. I don't think. I feel like the number of life jackets could help out. Well, too. you have to always have a life jacket. Uh, like every passenger every has to have a life jacket. Exactly. They were probably tucked away. Probably like this thing had a full like fridge like. Full fridge, like a room, like two bedrooms. It had a room and a fridge? Room, fridge, like a staying sitting area. So do A ships. bathroom. Yeah, ships had that too, but I'm just saying yachts seem more personalized, so I feel like that's... Okay. So wait, now a yacht is a ship, but it's more of a classification, like a cruise ship, like Steve It's personalized was to the consumer. Yeah. Rather than a ship is kind of for fishing? Uh, no, a ship is for... Anything. That's so. So, I'm, so now I'm backtracking. I'm saying, a ship is a a yacht is a, shi- a type of ship, just a smaller, more personalized. Okay. Boat. And then boat is completely separate from that. You can't have a shipboat. Uh no, but right. you can have a Curse, boat. A, you can have a boat, boat attached, to, attached to a ship. What about a yacht boat? Uh, yeah. I, no, think, uh, I don't we, think you can. No, yeah.
0: Well, we got that. can't happen, I guess. No. Steve, anything? Uh, so I, I found one. One is the difference between a yacht and a boat. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, a yacht, by definition, is a luxurious sea vessel.
2: Oh my God. He's, so I heard I heard sea vessel, and now my head's spinning.
0: So Shook. basically, they said if you tell someone that owns a yacht, hey, like I really like your boat, they will take offense to that because oh. it's not a boat. It's, it's a, a yacht. It's a
2: sea vessel. It's it's luxury. Next time we're on the next time we're out on the lake, we gotta start talking vessels. No. What the hell is a sea vessel? All right. So what's a do we get ship versus boat? Do you got anything on that? Let's
0: see
2: here. Look up the definition of a ship, and I'll look up the definition of a boat. We'll compare. Uh, this is really bad podcasting, <laughs> by the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not bad. But. Andrew,
0: uh, your mother says put your shirts on.
2: Tell her, it's Tell her the top temperature here. is yeah. it's a little stuffy. <laughs> it's actually really nice in here right now. All of you're, you're doing ship, and I'm doing boat. I'm ship doing, is a I'm vessel with boat. no fewer than three masts. Oh, we honest. didn't
1: even. We didn't even look up all of which carry square rigged sails. Square rigged sails.
2: Uh, a boat, a skiff. It's a small boat. Huh. Oh, here we go. Boat. Is a small vessel propelled by water, on or propelled on water by oars, sails, or an engine. Okay. So ship is a
0: vessel larger than a boat for transporting people or goods by sea.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: So basically, like commercial purpose, you know.
2: Yeah, but I feel like I still feel like a yacht is a ship. No, because it's personalized and it has it could transport goods and services if it wanted to. It's just too small and but it's no, luxurious. That's
0: not what they're for they're for like again. It's a
2: luxurious like. So it's all based off purpose. Enju- exi- that's What's its why? What's its why? Okay, huh? That makes sense now. I just don't like the vessel talks. So we gotta really so clarify on say. that. I don't like vessels. I don't. It's too much for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Well. That's a you thing. Yeah, but yeah, that's a me problem, not the yeah. podcast problem. All right, well, hey, that was ship versus boat, the hot debate. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked it. So where are we heading next? We are talking savvy public transportation. Ooh, so this is a great one. So I was listening to radio, and this article, Fox News article, came out and said uh, MSP, the MSP airport, airport failed. of it's TSA tests, so I did not know this, but they do TSA tests at the airport, and it's just, like, fake people, not, like, real people, but not actually, like, they're just going through TSA to try and sneak through different things that, um, just through the airport, so, like, bring in guns, try to sneak it through, oversized Barbasol cans, you know, stuff of that nature that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. And so they did ran 25 tests and of the 25, 95% of the tests pass. Yeah. 95%. They no, they got through. Yeah, so they didn't catch it. Right. So they failed on 95% of the stuff that got through. How scary is that?
1: <laughs> That's kind of scary.
2: Yeah, so this is a, you know, it this speaks to, you know, us as a podcast being savvy transportation vets. Um, you know, in public transportation and everything. They always catch your extra liquids that you try to bring. And I just I just wanted to say, um, to MSP that that's ridiculous and that I I should have been able to sneak my stuff through, my toothpaste and all Barbasol. And my barbasol and, you know, everything that I was trying to sneak through. Um, yeah, kind of kinda of ridiculous there, MSP Airport. Unbelievable. I think we need some improvements, yeah. and this is where my Uncle John
1: comes in. Uncle John Goodhue, my mom's brother, uh-huh. um, he came up with the improvement. I think this was like a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago or so. He said, get rid of TSA and all the staff and bring in um, veterans who have completed their service for the Army, Navy, Air Force, yeah. That, that yeah military, military veteran. veterans yep. um, who are looking for jobs because we have a problem with veterans
2: Homeless veterans. Homeless veterans yeah. looking for employment. Due to PTSD so, and exactly. a lot of other
1: problems. So yeah. who's better with, like, the regiments and making sure security reasons and efficiency and knowing how to follow, like, in a strict order than the military?
2: Yeah. Put especially the especially if you gave them some guidance, obviously. Yeah. But it does not need to be, like, over the
1: top. Just they're retired and they understand the rules and they can still be, like, it doesn't need to be, like, some strict over-the-board board on military
2: thing. but Yeah. Some friendly cool. military guys. Okay. Uh, that's that's a that's a sweet business idea. We're yeah. full of really good business ideas as entrepreneurs and podcasters. Good idea would be uh, to have um, like a little game. Like, have you ever played uh, sharks and minnows at the airport, or yeah. not at the airport? Sharks and minnows, like when you're a kid in high, in you know preschool, elementary school. Sure. You know, everyone's on one side of the gym. You got your sharks in the min- middle. All the minnows are trying to get through to the other side. Well, just set up like a big area and everyone's got their luggage and you know then everyone runs across and the people who get across and don't get caught can go to the airport and then the people who do get caught uh they have to stay back you know what i'm saying yeah
1: i think that's a terrible idea
2: yeah but we will cut that
1: speaking of improvements we got improvement business of our own leaf police yeah entrepreneur steve would you like to elaborate
2: yeah new business out in the hot hot in the streets nowadays Absolutely. We're coming at you
0: in the St. Paul, Minneapolis area. So, I have just became a branch manager of the Leaf Police, which is a gutter guard service uh, that two of my buddies started back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. So I've decided to take on the task of opening up a branch up here and, you know, providing gutter guards to the need of houses that, you know, during the spring and during the fall that you know, that need protection from the leaves and the grit that gets in gutters clogs them up of course causes water to, to go down into the soot of your in the foundation or your home which yeah and that's just no one gonna, wants that no one, no you can't it's you an can't. inconvenience so where can we
1: find this leaf please
0: how how can we do this well you can call me uh, I'm always available at 414-254-2096 five four two zero nine six don't abuse that phone number marketing interns yeah However, please call Steve. We trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check out our website, which is www.leafpolicemn.com.
2: Nice. Is it, do you guys have a uh, social media page yet? Anything Twitter Instagram? Yeah,
0: but yeah. I mean it's
2: common marketing interns. Marketing
0: interns. Talking to you.
1: Let's let's get on that. So that'll be coming to you fairly quickly. So get on that before we get booked. So yeah.
0: talk to your parents, talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, say, Hey, I, I see that you don't have a guard guard on your gutters and that it's just not smart.
2: Hmm. And that's where I come in. Yeah, and then that's where you can just provide that service and uh really make a difference.
1: Now we're gonna kick it over to our interview. Fantastic interview. Really enjoyed getting to learn getting to know more about BYOB, their sports media group. Sports media is watered down to the max right now. I hope you guys um, enjoy hearing how they are going to do things differently. If they they do feel sports media is watered down, but let's see if they can figure out a new punch to the system. Find out. Today we have a special guest. Uh, New entrepreneurs just like us. They are the boys... From BYOB, bring your own beliefs. They started at the end of May, beginning of June, so they've been work- working for about two months. Let's welcome BYOB. Hey,
3: thanks for having us, guys. It's good to be
1: here. We got Gavin and we got Gamel. There's Sir. another person that's not here today, Jack.
3: He is in Disneyland with his family. Isn't it Disney World? Disney World, is yeah. Disney. Just, just, <laughs> just fact checking our uh, <laughs> Disney
2: geography. Perfect. Yeah. Which ones where? Uh, Disneyland is in California. And Disney World is in Florida, which is where Jack is.
1: Okay. So this is going to be a little interesting because we usually have one guest, now we have two, so we might talk over each other. So we, we apologize right in advance
2: um, for crappy audio quality, if that happens. All right. Let's hopefully it doesn't. So to start our interview, as we always start, um, we'll start with you, Gavin, and then go to Gamil. Um, what is uh, your average quality?
4: I think I got two, but the first one definitely has to be the fact that I have five speeding tickets.
1: Ooh. That's mm. a very well, that's a high number. It's a not high. Be it's
4: a high average. What okay.
1: do you say? Yeah, I'm more of like an outlier. Are they uh, genuinely speeding, or were you kind like of like every single ticket okay. I have? You is kinda 25 five over. Okay, twenty five. Twenty five over. What's the I, car I you I don't driving? know
4: how I have my license. Same car I got out there today. Okay, Volvo S60. It, it's a sports edition. It has a turbo kick to it, but maybe that that shouldn't be
2: happening. Hmm. Maybe that's your average quality—is having a Volvo and going.
4: <laughs> I think that it is, I'm basically like a Keeping average show, so mom with kids house. in the back seat. Yeah, that and probably the fact that I worked in every single kitchen in Eden Prairie—from Lifetime to Applebee's to well, out Maynard's and well, that's not Eden Prairie, but every single kitchen basically out in the West Metro. <laughs> okay, do
1: you have a specialty that you you perform uh, better than average?
4: I'm a good expo, which means I can get food out to the tables in a pretty fast manner.
1: Okay. Nice. <laughs> how about you, Gamiel? You know, we're average podcasters. We got tons of average qualities. How about you?
3: Um, I'd say, well, first of all, I want to start off saying Gamiel loves kids, but I'm twenty we're 21 years old, and I am still a summer camp counselor. <laughs> that is uh, my average quality. Um, You know, I've been working this job since I was 16 years old, and... Still have it. Some guys have an internship this summer. Some guys are working at Burger King. I'm sitting right there in the middle being a summer camp counselor. Making $14 an hour doing it.
1: Hey, don't sell yourself short on this one because kids are hard. They are. And if you're not personable, you could get cooked by them. Exactly. They're monstrous sometimes.
3: Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah. Trust me.
1: Okay. Now we got the average qualities out there. Let's learn a little bit more about yourself. How did you guys start this BYOB? Bring your own beliefs. How'd that come about?
3: Well, first of all, before the back pocket even started, um, I had this idea that we're going to start this sports media thing, and you guys went off and did your own thing, and I still wanted to do this thing, so I knew Gavin, I knew he was a journalist, I knew he had connections, I knew he had a good sports mind, so I was like, Gavin, what's up? And you want to take from there?
4: Yeah, basically, yeah, he, he kind of came calling, I've, I kind of had the same interest of doing something this summer, so... And we kind of just came up of the idea of meeting together when we got back from school at the end of May and putting something together uh, and that's kind of where we came up with b y o b uh I would say we met a dairy queen uh at the end of May uh to come up with a name and kind of like a platform and how we're gonna go about doing things and kind of kind of what our vision is kind of like the mission of the whole the whole thing itself, and what we came up with was you know pretty good you know we wanted to focus on basketball football uh, as, a, as the majority of our focus uh, followed by other you know sports conversations that happened I think a week after we started you know Tiger Woods got arrested so you know we talk about things like that as well um, but yeah we just got together at a Dairy Queen and kind of put you know our minds together and came up with BYOB I think the hardest part about coming up you know with what we Half today was <laughs> the name itself. The name,
3: yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> took had, us hours and hours. We had the idea. We yeah. knew like the message we wanted. We knew the audience we wanted to reach, but that damn name, we couldn't figure it out. He came up with it. What were the names you were
1: rolling with at first? Oh like, my god! We literally
3: we sat at Dairy Queen, pen and paper in hand, and just had no ideas at all. I we think had, we, had we no left idea.
4: Dairy Queen after two hours with
3: zero Nothing. names down on papers, <laughs> and I looked online and I was like. B-Y-O-B, that's kind of, hmm, what can we do with that? Bring your own beliefs and look at us now, we're here. Nice, well for the back
1: pocket, how we came up with it was driving down Cleveland, blasting into some EDM music and yelling spring break, (laughs) head out the window, spring break. Why were you driving through Cleveland? Uh the Cleveland, the Cleveland Street. Cleveland, Oh, okay. To, not to be confused See, with Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah.
4: <laughs> That's why I transferred from Saint Thomas because I, I just couldn't keep track of the road names.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. And we went from our time, which was just not even average, to the back pocket. What's more wildly average than your back pocket? It's yeah. a great name, though. It's yeah. great name.
2: I, I just strictly remember. So Andrew and I knew we had to go and buy a mic and equipment on like this Friday after class because if we didn't go that day, we knew we'd never do it again just because of. How dudes do it and put things off and never get around to things. So we knew like this was a hot item. So we go to uh, Best Buy, buy our mic. Or whatever we're coming back. Shout and,
1: out Benny Wilson.
2: Yeah, Benny Benny from Best Buy. Yep. Um, but the funny thing was is we really didn't have a name. We had we had our time and it was kind of like it, it was like, forced. Yeah, it was forced. It was forced, yeah. absolutely forced. And so we were, we just drive. We're driving down and AI turns to me and goes, "What do you what do you think about the back pocket?" It like we're always there, like, you know, why not? And then I was just like That's it. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, and we keep
1: we keep the back pocket because like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they all ditch the like Facebook's famous for ditch, ditching the Facebook. And we're like, Well, mm-hmm. we gotta maintain average, we gotta keep the because we're not better than them. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. No.
2: And you're supposed the. to put the before um a word that starts with a vowel. That's why you say the Ohio State University. Um we are not English majors, <laughs> so we go with uh, a consonant in, in a B back pocket, so we can st- stick with the yeah, back pocket. The back pocket. That,
4: honestly, is the most amazing ideas I've ever thought yeah. I've ever heard of. We
1: bounce off each other really wow. well, and that leads to my <laughs> next question. That is articulate. Question. Um, wow. <laughs> why, are you, why are you three? Like, What makes you guys a good balance? Is there a tendency you guys get irritated with each other? Do you guys roll pretty well? I mean, why are you three?
4: I think they're the balancing act uh i think who's that i get gamiel and jack i think i i kind of go off in tangents sometimes and get off course and they kind of bring me back in uh to a degree there's really no stopping me once i get going on a, on a certain conversation that i have an opinion on but um i think we all have our you know attributes mm-hmm. uh they're you know they have more um knowledge in certain areas uh than i do and i think we all kind of bounce off each other and in a in a pretty smooth way we don't we go into our show not really planning much uh because um you know the way we talk and the kind of the way we you know vibe out when it's the three of us is just it's just casual conversation that's kind of what we like to bring to the table you know it's just about bringing your own beliefs don't worry about you know sec- don't second guess yourself and that's kind of i think everything's kind of gone smoothly because because we don't really second guess what we have to say
1: sure I'm going to jump into the sports media world now, because you're, you're now part of sports media, um, and we know that there's a lot of options for consumers to go to to check out their news. So you have Bleacher Report, and ESPN, mm-hmm. and Fox Sports 1. Barstool. Um, Barstool. There's way too many sports medias out there. Do you feel like sports media is watered down right now, and they're lacking like a, a punch because there's just so much options for consumers to go to?
4: There's way too much out there right now, and and I I would agree that, you know, there's an issue going on right now in sports media because there's so much. I mean, anyone could post an opinion on uh, on social media and say, you know, they're a, a sports analyst or something like that. So credibility is a big, you know, issue slash factor that I think, you know... You can do, you know. It takes just one one mistake to lose all credibility, but you know, it takes ten or 12, 15 things down the line, and maybe six months of you know hard work to gain any credibility. So, it's it's just it's it is an interesting time because I think it is watered down a bit, but um, I think if you just stay focused and not really, you know, get distracted by, you know, bl- you know specifically, you know, you see some bloggers you know state like their opinions better than anyone else is we don't go into our shows or anything we post thinking we know more than anyone else sure that's why that's what kind of we think is different about us okay uh, that could separate us
3: from regular well people. i've noticed too that like all these different media outlets they're trying to do the same things now too they see what barstool is doing they see what bleacher report is doing espn looks at this and like oh people like this stuff it's different the kids of Kids ours. like it. <laughs> Kids like us. They like this stuff. So ESPN is trying to do that kind of stuff, and it's just not—it's not their path. I think people need to just stay on their path. Sports Center needs to bring out the best plays of the day. That's what needs to be their thing. Top plays. That's why I watch Sports Center. Barstool—they're funny stuff. They do college humor type stuff. Bleacher Report does what they do. People just need to. Stay on their path and not all do the same thing.
2: So, what makes so you've given a couple different examples of like people's roles um, or actually companies' roles. Um, What what makes you guys different? Being like in the sports media and you know writing stories about like the same thing. Um, Like like what like what's your guys' why? What's your why? What's our why? That's a good question.
4: What's our why is because I think it goes back to the last question. Uh, of, you know, our wise, you know, we want everyone to bring their own beliefs to the table and we don't think, I don't think, uh, especially uh, that that's really allowed in, you know, today's sports media. I think that's why it is is watered down because, you know, everyone on TV um, and a lot of these, you know, sports blogs and, you know, websites you see online, you know, don't really have a focus or an agenda besides, you know, making their opinion Known to the world and and making treating it like it's fact, we we're not you we know we don't want to do that and that's why when we post articles for example it's our first thing we ever say is like what's your belief on this do you agree or disagree we're going we're going we're going for going to them for the answer we're just providing a platform for them
3: to you know answer that question on yeah and people are so used to watching first take watching Stephen A Smith up there. And just having them blabber on about what they think is the right answer, and we're trying to bring other people up to the table and get everyone to bring their beliefs. At the like, at the end of this, I would like it if no one knew who ran BYOB, I don't want people to know it's me, Jack, and Gavin running this. It should be like everyone posting articles, everyone bringing their own beliefs. About by the end of this, I don't want anyone even knowing that we run things, you know?
4: That's that's a good point. And I think we actually have gotten there, gotten there a little bit so far. You know, I had someone actually ask me, like, who runs this this, mm-hmm. this site? Uh, because, you know, it is tough to tell. You know, we, we obviously state, you know, "Oh, do you believe what this person thinks? But, you know, we kind of keep it open-ended.
1: Okay. So you'd say that your why, per se, is just giving a platform for people who... Ex- express their opinions on yes. in a more credible fashion than just putting your 140 characters on Twitter. Right. You give them a full article, and then everyone can upload whatever they want.
3: Yep.
2: Okay. So you guys are, um, if you know what the Odyssey is, it's basically like free journalism for anyone that wants to be about it. But you guys are doing more of a sports twist yep. on the Odyssey, essentially. Anyone
3: can okay. write an article. Anyone can bring their own beliefs.
2: Okay. So uh, you touched on, it, um, bit, we, uh, touched on it a little bit, or we touched on a little bit earlier is uh, um, kind of sports media and our disgust towards it at the moment um, for you guys being kind of in that what what's the next step like where did what you guys want to see it
4: I think we want to continue to grow our 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 base of um, I hate to say fans because we're about bringing your own beliefs so yeah. we don't really I don't really consider any of our followers fans but mm-hmm. just continue to, to build our base um, and I think as we continue to build our base uh, we'll have more people who contribute their own beliefs, whether that's commenting on articles and posts that we post on Instagram, slash also uh, contributing to our fan take page on BYOBSports.net. Um, so Plug that one,
1: one more time. What
4: yeah. is it, the website? BYOBSports.net. Beautiful. So that's that's a big focus um, of ours. Um, and, you know, we have a vision, but it's not a vision really that we, we, we've laid out, you know, on paper or anything. Because uh, we kind of just want to see where it takes us, and I think the way things have gone, if we just continue to kind of have that mindset of just, you know, let's everyone let everyone just bring what they got to the table, I think everything will work out cool, in a
1: good cool. way. Yeah, I mean, so when we started this podcast, we were like, this is back in November yeah. or like probably October because that was more of like the political season. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it was, was hot on gonna, the table. It was hot on the table. We were gonna like, we're gonna do a political podcast. And just, like, talk about how we know nothing. and then <laughs> The we, whole time. The whole time. And then we were like, this is going to be brutal. How much can we actually talk about because we
2: know nothing? You know, mm-hmm. We don't even know where to start. And yeah. a lot of it is, like, very real, too. It affects a lot of oh, people. Right. So, yeah. like, I, my mom is, I love Maureen, by the way, but she's, she's right. just one hell of a liberal, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I go home one day, like, get home first day Christmas, I'm, you know, I, as always, I'm jacked up. About getting this podcast going, yeah. I'm like, Mom, I'm gonna do a podcast starting with, uh, it's it's gonna be called. Well, I said I it was at the time it was called Our Time, and I was like, it's gonna be about political stuff, and we're just gonna like make fun about all of it, and like, it, we're just gonna just talk about how we never know anything, but like, we're just gonna talk about it. It's gonna be funny. And she's like, please don't do that. <laughs> she's yeah, like, was for the love of God, yeah. do not do that. Like, you don't know how many people are so pulled in different directions, and it just causes so much stuff, where, like, sports, at the end of the day, it's sports, you know, like, it's for the kids, it's fun, it's lighthearted, yeah. it means something, and it's still. entertainment, it's entertainment, too, when you boil so. down to it, it's just entertaining us, mm-hmm. right, so, you know, going off that, and, you know, people still have... uh I know, Andrew, you wanted to ask this question, but people have these uh, opinions and are pulled in different directions, different biases. Um, what are? Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did want to ask, but, Thank you. but I, I took. You know, I was a podcaster. I, you know, I'm great at transitions. <laughs> okay, I hate to say it. Yep. But uh, what? Back to it. You know, biases. What? What is a bias? One each one of you has that uh, never that you'll never be swayed on. Oh man. Well, my bias. I don't think it's a very
4: significant one but I don't know why LeBron as I'm a Miami Heat fan uh, I grew up in South Florida to begin with my bias is you know why did LeBron ever leave South Beach not Cleveland but South Beach I kind of have a hard time recognizing how a 30 year old in his prime would ever leave such a situation where basically it's the closest thing to a super team before Golden State came about um uh, or, yeah, the, or the T-Wolves. Or, only or it. the T-Wolves, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess it's a bias. It's kind of a mini-bias, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But
3: do you have a bigger bias? Um, let me think. Well, Can you think of an example? Personally, mm-hmm. um, when we're talking sports
1: and someone brings up NFL franchises, what's the greatest of all time? Oh, I'm, okay. That, we're
4: a, talking that significant. That's like oh, something okay. like
1: that. I'm a passionate Steelers what? fan, and I believe that the Steelers have the best franchise in the NFL. Um, you can. Everyone has valid points. Green Bay is not a title town.
3: Well, yeah. Anytime we talk on our show about the Green Bay Packers, Jack and Gavin being the Vikings fans, that they are. It's not about being plug a their
4: ears and blah, blah, see. This blah, blah. is when we start talking over each other because <laughs> he is completely wrong when it comes to this. Because you don't call, you don't consider a town, not a, not even a city, a town where all their championships became. I think came before they were even. They was called the National Football League. I think they got twelve. Championships, I put that in quotation. 13. 13. Thirteen, right? But like three actual Super Bowls, three or four actual Super Bowls, and they're calling them Title Town. Four. Why is New England not Title Town? Why? Why is Why is Why is Pittsburgh not town. Title Town? Is the
3: Vince Lombardi Trophy named after their coach? Well, who does? I bet you a bunch of
4: season ticket, all the owners in Green Bay probably decided that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take much.
3: I mean, they won the first and the second Super Bowl. But. I just don't know why I still call them titles. How, well, how many Super Bowls have the Vikings got? And then you can't, you can't. See, I'm not talking as a Vikings yeah, fan. Vikings. I'm talking, talking as an NFL he's talking fan.
1: Patriots have five. You're talking Steelers have six. Packers have four. Broncos, they're the most storied Broncos franchise
3: in the league, bro. What's, What's makes them?
1: Three, I know. I agree. What? Uh, you got that? What? Why? Why? Why are they the most storied franchise? Well, like Steve they said, they're like one
3: of the first teams. Okay. They're one of the first teams. Just, yeah, it's just like history. they won right so away. Were the they were dominant so right won. away. I don't um, disagree that they The Bears made. The Bears didn't win the first two titles. The Bears have like nine world
1: championships. So would this be a biased category for you, know The Packers are...
3: Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not exactly. moving me at all. No?
1: Okay. You knew that coming into it. <laughs> you were sitting there pondering, and I was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> I, we've had this conversation no, all the time. <laughs> See, exactly. well, I, I
4: sit here thinking I can finally convince them one day to think otherwise, <laughs> yeah. and it's just it's never going to exactly. happen. It's not my so, that's,
3: that is isn't it right
1: now. I want to hear word verbatim. I am biased towards the Packers
2: being the greatest.
3: I am biased towards the Green Bay Packers being the greatest. All
2: right, great. So, travel the Puck. Yep. Um, just, you know, my, my final statement is uh, they're called Title Town because uh, Green Bay is a town, not a city, not a state. It's a town. So they can be called Title City because Steelers can be called Title City hmm. and the Bears can be called Title City. But, um, you know, geographically speaking, uh, Green Bay is the only town. So hmm. I don't care if they have one title. That's still Title Town. <laughs> uh, we wanna know uh like who you who do you compare yourself most to? Like a sports media out there right
1: now
3: today. Hmm, that's an interesting question. What do you think? <laughs> who would I compare ourselves to? Um I mean we try to take things from like everyone.
4: Yeah, I would say we're a mix of everything. We're not yeah. we can't say we're bars duel, we're not we're not being you know, that funny has. at all. Yeah. Oh, we're not being that, also, we're also not being that serious, though, either. Sure. I think we're kind of in the middle. If I, if I had, like, we are, I would say, a mix of a lot, but if I had to narrow it down to one, I would say maybe Bleacher Report.
2: In addition to maybe your sports uh, media or sports companies that you compare yourself most to, um, is there a sports reporter or voice in sports that you follow religiously or, um, you know, pay the most attention to?
4: Sports figure for me is Trey Wingo. I, I he's a Baylor hey, alum. Wingo. I went to Baylor University. Just graduated in May, and um, you know he's still very heavily involved uh, with the program. I worked in athletics at Baylor the past few years, which was definitely an interesting time. And um, you know I would definitely say him because you know he, he you know he you know has a platform as a host, but he also brings his opinions to the table. Um and you know he's starting I think Mike and Mike he's taking over Greenberg spot come September October they're gonna re you know rename it but mm-hmm. I, I really I really enjoy everything he does other than that I'll, I'll never go wrong with Stephen A Smith he's my dude <laughs> you enjoy listening uh, yeah, to yeah I've <laughs> gone to two live shows uh, I, I, love oh, dude, I, mean, yeah. I love that dude yeah yeah Dallas for the uh, the uh, championship national championship and then down in South Beach when the Heat were still the big three.
1: Okay. How are you
3: game? Well, I loved Stuart Scott before he passed away sadly, but um right now, I would say Michael Smith just cuz he brings a different flair to the to the TV when I watch it. Um he got all these plans not to be racist or anything like white guys, you know, ESPN. He got got a suit same. What's on the screen? Michael Smith. He'll chill back, slouching like I am right now, and he'll just talk sports. And that's that's what we do.
2: You know, he, does he do that, he's, yeah.
3: he's got this like just chill attitude, the way he goes about things. And I mean, that's something I like to carry on with me, and that's something we're trying to do here, at BYOB. So,
2: if if uh, Stephen A. Smith were to slouch in his chair and debate sports, um, would he be your favorite or up there? No. Um, Stephen A.
3: Smith blabbers. Okay, Okay,
1: okay, that leads me to my next question. Uh, Who can you not stand? Like, there's so much sports media out there who's just like, why do I keep seeing this man's opinion everywhere? This man is worthless.
3: Skip Bayless. I'm so glad he's off ESPN and on FS1, which I don't think anyone on this planet watches. Come on, you got to listen to Colin Cowher sometimes. Oh, he's good, he's good. You know who I really like? Just backtracking Chris Broussard. The
1: The man's... Bruce he's Broussard. a he's, he's like a insider. Isn't I he? don't know what he uh, what he is, but he's just got sources on deck and <laughs> that's what I'm barstool. That's what I'm barstool claims all his sources are beanie babies because he just doesn't have credible sources. Talk
2: yeah. about a guy well, who like has been watered down or has been washed away. Um, Broussard, one hundred percent. Chris Broussard, when LeBron's making his decision, was the guy to talk about it. Woj somehow totally took oh over my. all of NBA. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, every other ESPN town or whoever you want to Who's talk that, about.
3: Who's uh, that big white dude? It's what? Scott
2: Van w- Pelt? No, 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 no. Brian Winters?
3: Yeah, yes. Winters, he literally Woj, yeah. He literally got popular because of LeBron. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he like a... He start,
4: well, LeBron was in high school and he was yeah. an Ohio college reporter or something like that. The only that.
3: reason he's on TV right now is because of LeBron uh, James. Gross.
4: But I, didn't, I don't think I answered the question about who I despise the most. Honestly, Michael Smith's uh, partner, Jamal Hill. Really? You don't like her? Uh, no, aniker? I oh, can't. No. I can't. I can't. I gotta be... Uh, I just don't. I just don't. I don't like her takes. They're very opinionated. Um, and she doesn't... I don't know. Just She just... There's something, something it about it, her. anything body. to
3: do with her being a girl?
4: Not at all. Sam Ponder is, I think, one of the greatest minds in sports,
2: honestly. Greatest like, she, minds or greatest looks? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> yes. So I, I have one more question about uh, BYOB. You guys keep, um, you know, going into, um, you know, people's opinions and saying you don't like their opinions or whatever, and then you have beliefs. And I want to know what the difference between an opinion and a belief is. I would say a belief.
4: Carries more weight because it carries more passion. I think that's why we use the word beliefs, and that's why we came up with B O I B and B Y O B in the first place. Is because I think it, it brings out more passion. It brings that, and, and you know, when it bring when someone brings out more passion, it means they're mo- they'll have you know almost better insight or put in more effort into the discussion, and and um, you know, they'll fact check themselves before they actually speak out. An opinion, uh, you know, in my opinion, is is something that's very kind of like. Just you know, just throw it there without thinking, and mean yeah, we do we do that ourselves, but um I think it's different just because an, an opinion is kind of it, it doesn't carry as much weight, it's not as um, fact-checked.
1: I like that, but to not to th- not to throw you under the bus uh-huh. um, would you say a belief carries bias with it? because there's that passion behind it. Of course. It. So you could be bring your own bias? We could do at that. Times. At, at times
4: at times we could definitely do that. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're cool.
1: all, you're all about bringing that in. You want that on the table because yeah. they bring credi- yeah, they yeah. bring that passion, that fire. Passion, exactly.
3: fire, credibility. We want people debating on our Instagrams. We want people yelling at each other doing stuff like that. We want people
4: Let's just say this.
3: We'd be B Y
4: O O Bring Your Own Opinions. Or you'd just be like if we, BYO. Yeah bring b- your b- Bring yeah, you know, look at you. Yeah. A lot smarter than me. That's why I didn't come up with our name in the first place. But because we probably would do BYO because uh if if we wanted to just kinda do a dry run, kinda like, Oh, here's my beliefs and talk all monotone and like just you know, but you know, we're about bring a little extra Pizzazz. Pizzazz.
2: So where... are um do you, so, your guys' plan is not necessarily credentials, then, because if you're going to be going with bias, I would argue bias is not uh, linked to credentials. So, where is the uh, line, where do you draw the line between your biases and then your also desire to get credentials and get that kind of fame and, all kind, and like, that... Um, what do you
4: mean when you say credentials?
2: So, credentials, maybe uh, the blue check It would be a credentials <laughs> on,
3: on social media. The thing is, we're not bringing the news. We're bringing your belief. It's exactly what's in the title. Okay. Like I said before, we at the end of this, we don't want people knowing who runs the thing because we want right. so many people bringing in the beliefs, bringing in articles, posting videos on our Instagram that you just don't even know who's running it. It's and that's not how about, you can
1: compare it again back right. to Bar, uh, Bleacher Report, yeah. how you don't know who runs Bleach exactly. Report. Exactly, and
3: that's why I
4: almost don't like the word media because I don't really think, in a way, we are. Mm-mm. We're more of a platform where people can speak out, bring their own beliefs, and uh, and bring that all to the table. Uh, I think that... I mean, i public relations major in, in, in journalism, public relations in college, so I kind of... I've seen the good and bad side of media, and I think I've made... The, I've kind of put now a good balancing act to it, and I, I definitely... Say I wouldn't say we're the media, would you? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say we're the media. That's a great
1: way. That's yeah. good way to let our listeners know that because this whole time we've been asking questions specifically related to sports media right. and all of that, all what they bring. This is BYOB, bring your own beliefs. Not sports media. It's a sports platform where you can bring your own beliefs, and they accept your biased.
2: You want to finish up, or we got any more questions?
1: Uh, I say we finish it up. We ask our uh, our guests always two questions to wrap it up. Um, a famous person that you've met interacted with um, somehow you had an exchange and then what did you learn today from the time that you woke up to right now recording this podcast
2: so let's go one for each yeah we'll
1: start with a famous
3: person famous person I mean he's probably met more famous people than me but um, our friend Ronnie Spielman shout out Ronnie uh, his dad's the general manager of the Vikings so one year he brought us there to training camp and we got to meet all the players we met Adrian Peterson Jared Allen.
2: Which Adrian Peterson, by the
3: way? Uh, <laughs> the the non-average one, non-wild, the average one, the Hall of Fame one—the
2: one who uh, broke his collarbone uh, front flipping into the end zone. Was that was him? That the one? Yeah, he did that at Oklahoma. At Oklahoma.
3: Wow. Oh, did he do that? Yeah, I never knew that.
2: By so, the way, we uh, the back pocket wrote a article on BYOB. We brought our own beliefs uh, to the table. Uh, we went in hot. Guns are and, and Our bias was full fledged, wildly average. Yep, uh, our top ten wildly average uh, players in the history of sports. So go ahead and check that out on on their website. Um, B-Y-O-B you guys, there's yeah. net B-Y-O-B <laughs> B-Y-O-B I gotta I gotta
1: cover that real quick. Why dot net? Because that was like the biggest thing we could have done. The back pocket net, but we were like.
2: Dot we, .NET. Dot, net. <laughs> dot .NET's for a bunch of weenies. So 90s people, you know? Yeah. You, you set that, that up. up. What do you think? What is dot .NET? What was that about? <sighs> Man, you know, honestly,
4: what, how we did it, you know, we were going to, I was thinking BYOB.media, but Ooh, what, what we don't is, use we're media. Here not oh, media. We don't right, like we're not media. media, so that's kind of my point. So not that like, opinion either. There were not that many <laughs> left, and I don't know why there was, because you go online, there's nothing else that, you know, you have BYOB out there. Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, it was byob dot com or dot net, and dot com sounded too mainstream. Mainstream dot net,
3: <laughs> just, maybe, maybe a little less. It just flows, you know. It just byob sports, and that's
4: how we had it before we uh we kind of um, remodeled our site last week. So we thought we might as well just stick to it because there are quite a few people who kind of knew it as it was and thought, you know, why why change it.
1: Okay.
4: okay. So uh, famous so, person, you met, Gavin. Uh famous person. Uh I'm not going to go athletes cuz I've met quite a few athletes at my not time. To brag. Yeah, that did sound like I was bragging, but that's just cuz I worked at, at Baylor. So a lot of a lot of reporters came in and stuff. But um I would probably go Justin Bieber. I've met him 3 times. Matt in what In way? person like conversation. Yeah. I was at the All-Star game in LA. Um, in 2011, uh, you got 2011. Uh, no, I was sitting in a row behind him. Uh, there was, a, I think, a few others in the row. I think Kanye was in that row, Rihanna, a few other people. But uh, yeah, and we just happened to bump in and got introduced to him and talked. I don't know, thirty seconds, forty five seconds. But yeah. that was the first time. That was the first time. in the, wait, wait, time wait, hold,
2: hold on, just to clarify, if I was this uh, pre-pubescent, uh, Justin Bieber or post.
4: 2011 was definitely pre 17. So So he still had his like typical beaver haircut and high voice. Yeah, this is like, yeah, yeah. And then, then, in fact, the second time I met him was in New York City. Um, and it was a not when I say nightclub, uh, it was New Year's Eve uh, of 2011 going into 2012. And, uh, do you remember it? No, (laughs) I should lie and say yes, but uh, we'll cut that, (laughs) but uh. That was so. That was actually a New Year's Eve party uh, that my, me and uh, we got invited to, and and I, I met him there that time. That was more of just a like a you know, as a famous person walks by, you say hi, and then you say bye. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and and then the third time was out in L.A. again. I, I go out to L.A. quite a bit. I, most of my friends from uh from Baylor live in the in SoCal or nice. North Cal. So right
2: on. And then that time, uh, when was that? That w- that was. I'm in... just trying to track his prepubescent. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he was definitely past. Like I think no purpose album wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm seeing him in a month. Personally,
2: so, or like so so no, just... no 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 I'm going to his concert. <laughs> oh, so you're Bieber? Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, that... I went
4: last year, so I bought two tickets on Craigslist, and um, they were fake. So I had to buy two more tickets. Mm. Did Six, you talk to him about $600 that? Six hundred dollars night? No, no. We got fr- we were. Few rows left on the stage and I thought he was singing to me the whole time. <laughs> so so when we asked uh,
2: <laughs> I love it. I love his music. It's good music. So it's is good. uh so you know, we were talking about biases earlier. Yeah. Is that your bias? Dude that Justin Bieber's dude, this customer? is
4: this might be the weirdest thing about me. I wrote a forty seven page senior dissertation on Justin Bieber for my public relations class. It was an image repair crisis class, and we had to sit there on a celebrity and do a paper on how that person kind of became famous, crashed, and then either resurfaced or, you know, just... You had a lot
1: of content.
4: Oh, yeah, 47 pages of it. I mean, most people thought it was pretty weird, but I was like, alright, celebrity. It had to be a celebrity.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) I, I do want to say something real quick. We have a segment on the back pocket called the Psy Segment, where you say something kind of Someone says something out in the world that's a little outrageous, and all we have to say is.
4: <sighs> that's probably what you would have said to me, the fact that I wrote a 47 page paper on <laughs>
2: Justin
1: Bieber. <laughs> Into that, we say. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so what'd you guys learn today? Oh, Anything? Anything? You, uh, you, you got uh, some knowledge, some wisdom? Anytime
3: for? today. Yes. Any, any quinky Oh, yeah. man. Well, I learned that kids nowadays don't watch. Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, or Disney Channel. Are you kidding? What do they watch? Breaking they watch
2: YouTube.
3: What do you mean YouTube? YouTube. That's all they, that's all they yeah, watch. I respect that. No I was on. like, so we're talking about your favorite shows today. And they said some shows that I had no idea what they were. I was like, oh, is it on Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney Channel? And they're like, no, it's on YouTube. I was like, do you guys know what those things are? They're like, yeah, but we don't watch that. We just watch YouTube. Every single one, they just watch YouTube. They're going to YouTube and not the TV, and it's freaking me out. Yeah, that's
1: breaking news. I know. Holy <laughs> oh, shit! How about you, Gavin?
3: Um. Well,
4: I have a puppy, forty-one pounds, golden retriever, and um, he he's getting good with you know barking, saying he has to go to the bathroom and stuff. But I just taken him out today and uh, put him back in his crate, and thirty minutes later he starts barking. So I was like, oh, he's just just being a whiny puppy and uh i go in because he just wouldn't stop i kept telling him to stop and he was literally just lying in his pee Ooh, uh man. so I, th- I think from now on i've learned to you know if he's barking i'm not even taking a chance i'm just taking him out because uh to, to go pee because we had i had to first of all clean the carpet because he left a trail on the way out mm-hmm. um it got all it was all over his body so his paws you know got it all over the the tile floors as well and i had to. Give him a nice bath, so probably learned to take my dog out when he when he barks.
2: <laughs> All right, life as a pet owner—that's our newest segment. So I like that. Brutal. Um, we also do another segment. It's called the "Aww" segment. So you own a, a golden retriever puppy. Yep. Aww. <laughs>
4: okay.
2: I like that. <laughs> we got that. Um, so that
1: kind of wraps up our your time here on the back pocket. First time, hopefully more to come. A little collaboration, entrepreneurs uh, trying to expand their brand. Thanks for coming today. Thanks for
3: having us, guys. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: So that was our interview. Uh, Gamiel and Gavin, bring your own beliefs. Not an opinion, but a belief with some bias. (laughs) Sports platform.
2: Yeah, there's a difference between uh, an opinion and a belief. So I don't know how, but that's what they were saying. Anyways, going to our next segment, we have, um, it's it's a segment that I don't know what we're gonna call yet, but it's an average story in sports, nonetheless. And we are talking about the sport of soccer, of course. And here we are with the story. It's basically this guy Kai Kamara, one of the leading strikers uh, for the Columbus Crew. I think he might be playing for someone else now, but anyways, soccer player in MLS. Gets fined by the MLS for wearing these different socks that a lot of people wear, and it's a doctor subscribed them to him and said like this is how you're gonna your feet are gonna be okay if you wear these whatever, and so uh, he wears them. He gets fined twelve hundred and fifty dollars, and he gets all mad and he goes on Twitter and has this ridiculous rant and he goes on this rant for you know two minutes just going absolutely bananas for no reason. And let's uh let's be known there the most average parts about this story is A, yeah, it is the MLS. But B, it's only twelve hundred and fifty dollars and then C how much does Kai Kamara make? One million. He makes one million dollars and he's complaining about a twelve hundred and fifty dollar. And the fact that he's complaining about it for feeding his kids and stuff is
1: kinda weird. Right. But I still feel bad for him because why is he the only one getting fined? Did he make it, like, more gregarious than other people? Or
2: well, no, I don't think so. I think he, he's he's one of the best players in the MLS, so I know he got fined, and that's what they were saying in the picture, or in his his report, which was weird. But then... Uh, so he was
0: made an example of.
2: He was made an example of, but, like, Josie Altator, Michael Bradley, all these other guys who are big names in the MLS are all wearing the same socks, too, and they didn't get a fine. And his was, like, a doctor's note that said you should wear these. <laughs> so then it was like, okay, well, I kind of feel bad for Kai Kamara, but it's also like, well, it's 1250 bucks, so, mm-hmm. and he makes a million dollars a year, which is just average. MLS was just picking a bone for some reason, I don't know why. Trying to get some publicity. I like yeah. it. Classic classic MLS though. Got to love it. PR move. Yeah, huge PR move. Uh, but like, it just kind of brings the question, uh, would we would you get mad if you got fined 1250 dollars if you were making a million? I get mad. I'd probably say something. I don't know if I'd be too mad. I'd be like, "Hey, uh, why am I getting fined?" The doctor note right here. Yeah. And then maybe they'd be like, "Well, we're not going to give it back to you this time." Maybe then we respond. You, you never know. You I'd do a jab,
0: like do that classic thing where you, you give, you pay it in all like pennies or something. You know. Just,
2: okay. Okay.
0: Where then you so you pay someone to then coordinate, you know, right. absurd payment. Sure. So essentially, you're spending more than the fine, which shows that, you know, listen, it's not a big deal, but it's a stupid kind of deal.
2: Okay. All right. Well, hey, that was our average story in sports this week. And it's a little tidbit that you can tell other people. I mean, it's still some. It's just,
1: if someone brings up soccer, you can be like, hey, there's this MLS story that we <laughs> yeah, we're when when the back uh, pocket.
2: Yeah, yeah, when you're at work the next day and someone's like, hey, I played soccer in fifth grade. And you're like, well, hey, you want to hear what happened in the MLS? It's just crazy. <laughs> Watch, watch out. Uh, so, in the Puck, and yep. I think we're going to
1: finish it up, right? Yep. let's I don't, finish it up. I don't got much let's else to talk up, about. Of course. Uh, but I do love finishing the podcast how we do. Just letting our listeners know what we learned, because
2: as you've heard from the best of, we've learned quite, quite the extravagant things. So, let me start. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned what a P-Trap is. So, P-Trap is a plumbing piece that goes... If you ever look underneath your sink in, like, your kitchen or anywhere, your, uh, your downspout waste goes down. It's like a pipe that goes down, and then it curls up and then goes out. So that curl-down part is the P-trap, and that's where water will sit and stuff, and that water actually blocks the smell from your waste that you pumped out from getting back up and going through the drain and smelling the whole place up. Nice. Yeah, so it, it's a natural thing that... Just design, is designed where it just water sits down there and uh, just prevents any uh, smell from getting through. Very does, very does every... Every every sink ever invented has one. Okay. So if you look what underneath your toilet? sink... Do they have them? So toilets are just under-mounted and it goes straight down and okay. it goes right into your uh, waistline and then it's got a separate vent pipe that stubs out from it and all the vent goes out all the way to your rooftop usually. Okay. Yeah, so the the P trap is more specific for the sink. Which is pretty cool. Nice. So, thank yeah. you, Declan. A Always informing a little, our a little quinky dink there. Love the quinky dinks
1: Um, what did I learn? Yeah. Um, I learned that um there's a research study that says music that you listen to when you're 19 and 20 imprints
2: itself most on like your music preference for the rest of your life. Uh-oh. So, what kind of music would you be <laughs> listening to? That for the rest of your life then, um, given that you're 21 now?
1: Yeah, well, when I, like, I went to my first, like, Lollapalooza was heavy during that time, So and I saw a lot of alternative rock then, mm-hmm. and as well as, like, EDM. I could see that fading EDM, fading a little bit, but... Yeah, well, the EDM is, yeah. Alternative rock, like, Kings of Leon, Cage the Elephant, um, oh, yeah. Foster the People... Like those people. like I like uh, some of the indie bands, too, like Cold War Kids. Cold War Kids, Imagine Dragons. Portugal
2: the Man. Portugal the Man. That type of music probably will be in the neighborhood. I agree. Stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I 100% agree. Well, Thank you, Andrew. Steve, anything did you learn? Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it. Maybe our next Simply Steve segment could be uh, touched upon
1: further. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, ending on a positive note, you know, we wrap it up with a feel-good story. Um, I have a simple one. That would warm our favorite listener's heart. Um, We have just been informed that the bar at Brian Tierney's new establishment Mm -hmm. has been completed. And he sent us a snap saying, behind his bar saying, let's rage.
2: Yeah, so um, the new term uh, in these parts of town now is uh, let's get lorched. So uh, I think all of us... And we invite all our marketing interns to get lorched with us at Brian's new bar. Looks like a lemonade stand. It's like a lemonade stand. Really nothing different. 25 cent lemonade, 25 cent lemonade vodkas. So nothing different there. Um, But hey, let's get lorched, fam. That'd be just, I'm all in for it. Lorched. We love you. We love lorched. That's why we say lorched. But let's just all be merry and let's just all be together have a great time have a great rest of your weekend folks we love you and take care